The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. Welcome to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. And I am here with Nicole Smith from Care Partners Senior Living. Nicole, welcome to the program. Thank you. You know, you have a 22-year background in serving seniors. And one of the things that I love about Care Partners is your cottages, um, which which is really targeted for seniors that have memory issues, as in dementia, Alzheimer's, um, brain injury, etc. So, um, Nicole, tell me a little bit about your concept of cottages um, and what they what primarily why they're designed the way they are. A lot of science was really put into the design of the cottages, and also um, just that we've been doing. Me- memory care as an industry for a number of years. And I think that Care Partner Senior Living really learned off of the mistakes mm-hmm. as we've learned over the years. So what we know about our clients with dementia is that they have a cycle of self-isolation, depression that actually exasperates the dementia because yes, the does. saying you don't use it, you lose it. So mm-hmm. if you're not engaging with people every day, then you will become depressed and mm-hmm. self-isolate and your dementia will exasperate. So the cottages are more based on a home environment and they literally are a house. That's why it's called the cottages. Mm-hmm. Each site, and we have them, Lacey, Marysville, Edgewood, Building and Renton, um, Each site has three cottages on it, 20 people each cottage, 20 residents each cottage. So it's not overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. It's like a family. It is. And, you know, I have a lot of families that sit down with me and their loved one is in a regular assisted living and they say they're not eating, they're not coming out of their apartment, they're not going to activities. I just don't know how you're going to encourage them to participate. And I said, well, they're going to smell the coffee in the morning because they're going to be in a bedroom instead of behind a big closed door in an apartment. Mm -hmm. They're going to hear their neighbors getting up and going to breakfast just like they did when they lived with their kids. Mm-hmm. And it encourages their curiosity to yes. go out and be a part of the day. See, I love that. And it's not this overwhelming amount of, I have to hike uh, a big, long way to get no. to a dining hall. And it's it can be overwhelming for senior, um, especially they don't even remember how to get back to their room yeah. sometimes with a memory care issue. Yes. Um, you know, again, it's having that small community, which I think get, encourages also a higher level of care. Mm-hmm. And what we've learned with dementia is that a lot of people with dementia cannot remember what just happened and can't predict what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. So the smaller you make their visual world, the more successful they are. Mm-hmm. That's why they are in a bedroom and not in an apartment because they can see everything that they need to manage mm-hmm. as they look around that room. And then once they go out in the hallway, the cottage is small enough that they can see the living room. They can see the kitchen. They can see which of their neighbors have gotten up for the day. They can see that there's a dance party happening outside on the patio and that, you know, all of the offerings, the care staff, they can see them. Their favorite TV shows their, on yep, out, you yeah. know, and, and different types of things that they can participate Mm -hmm. in. And like you said, it gets them using their brains. It does. And it is a very calming environment. Um, Most of our residents know that they're not necessarily living at home, but they also don't feel that they've been institutionalized. Right. One of the funniest things about dementia is over time, people, new people to them, they get a familiar sense of who and what they are, but maybe not who they are to them. So I was touring a family recently and I had a resident come tap me on the shoulder and she said, haven't you found a place to live yet? And I thought, oh, she's figured out that I'm the person who helps people find a place I to live. I love that. <laughs> and she actually continued by saying, you better hurry up because this place is filling up. Oh, <laughs> and that's I said, so sweet. So they have a sense that they are somewhere and they are receiving care. Uh-huh. Um, but 
there isn't that anxiety. They aren't no. fraught with that anxiety because no. it is a smaller, calming environment. Absolutely. And they don't feel like they're locked in no. either. And they're not. That's the most wonderful part. So being that it's three different cottages, three homes, we leave the front door unlocked because there is a very tall cedar fence all the way around the property. And so when our residents want to go outside, we encourage it. I have a whole group of residents in Edgewood that has coffee that on the patio so every morning. Awesome. A lot of my residents in Lacey say to me, um, oh, you just, you know, to their kids too, you moved me to the nicest little neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they, they <clears throat> just transition in really, really easily. It's a great product. Well, and what I love about the cottages is every single one of your staff members, they are trained extensively and work exclusively with seniors with dementia. Absolutely. So, you know, you guys, uh, as far as, you know, families here, what is, what does that mean to a family to have that level of care? So the biggest difference between memory care and regular assisted living is that training. And Mm -hmm. above and beyond just the formal training, you get schooled every day in dementia when you're Mm -hmm. working with clients with dementia. There's so much we still don't know. And everything, every day we're learning more. Every day. And so... I have a lot of clients who come to me from regular assisted living and their family members cannot believe that we're getting them to take a shower now, that we're letting, you know, they let us trim their toenails. And Mm -hmm. it really is when you're immersed in dementia care, you can't fake it. If you don't love it, you leave it fast. And so our care staff that are there at our cottages, they love what they do and they get creative every day with our residents to accomplish what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I look at how that affects the the quality of life. And, you know, you probably have seen that as, as seniors will move into your community to start, you can see this amazing transformation in their quality of life, I'm sure. A lot of um, residents, I will actually go with our nurse to the assessment to just get an idea of their mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. And usually wherever they're living, they are nervous. They uh, have their shoulders real tightly tucked up by their ears. Mm-hmm. And there is this total transformation in their appearance after a few weeks with us, the relaxation happens. They feel safe. They feel loved. They feel Mm -hmm. cared for. They get to know you. They get to know us. There's a large amount of verbal reassurance that needs to happen multiple times a day with someone with dementia. And in this model of care, our residents are with other residents. They're with our care staff. And so that opportunity is there all the time to reassure them and say, you're fine. You're safe. Let's go eat cookies. So tell us a little bit about where where are all the cottages located? So Do you have a list? <laughs> yes, a list I didn't bring with me. It's so off the top of my head from north to south. Uh, Marysville has a wonderful cottage community. Uh-huh. Milk Creek has a cottage community. Mount Lake Terrace has a, a cottage community as well that's attached to an assisted living. So they have the bonded pairs program there. Nice. If you have a husband and wife, one with oh, the diagnosis, really nice. one without. And then, that's Vineyard Park, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Not like Terrace Vineyard Park. We're building cottages in Renton with a hopeful open of this winter. Wow. And then we have the cottages of Edgewood, the cottages of University Place, and the cottages of Lacey. So you really are up and down Greater Puget Sound in Pierce County, uh, Snohomish County, and King County. Thurston. Lacey and Thurston. Thurston. Yeah. 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 And and obviously, um, you know, what is the process or what are the signs, Nicole, that somebody might need memory care. So if you're a family member and you think that your loved one might need memory care, they did probably need memory care six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you know, um, when you see that your loved one has that fraught anxiousness, Mm -hmm. that's a big sign. Mm -hmm. Self-neglect, weight loss. Yeah. Um, Of course, anything emergent like getting lost in their car. I've had a couple families now where 
Mama made it from Spanaway to North Bend overnight. Very scary. Um, So it's very true. Very scary. Any sort of um, loss of ability to keep track of the finances is a sign. Mm -hmm. And it's really never too soon to call us. Even if you're in the decision-making process and it takes you a year to get there, let us handhold you. Let us educate you. Let us support you. Come to our family nights. Get to know our clients. Get to know their families. Um, Most of our calls are urgent need. I've placed nine families at Edgewood just this month, every single one of them urgent need. So I I don't mind urgent need, but I would love to not be cleaning up a crisis because it's so stressful for the families. Well, and and for the senior, too. Absolutely. Because obviously, if you have a senior that is starting to feel that they're being forgetful, one of the things about looking at this process earlier is they feel like they're part of the decision Mm -hmm. and they're part of the process rather than just having something like this thrust on them Mm -hmm. when they're already in a crisis. And I cannot emphasize enough why it's important to be proactive, um, to, to look at, you know, mom is starting to be forgetful. Let's do an assessment, go to the doctor, you know, talk about, you know, get some get your hands, you know, your feet wrapped around this, you know, of of what's happening and realizing that your mom is not alone or your dad's not alone. Mm -hmm. This is something that is on the, you know, on the rise, sadly. And uh, most certainly, you know, we do our part to raise awareness as much as possible. And I know that you guys are also involved in the Alzheimer's absolutely in, in um, Everett. Is that correct? We're involved in all the walks. Oh, are you? Yeah. That's so wonderful. Tacoma, Olympia, all the walks. We're so, involved in all of them. And to piggyback on what you're saying, I think that if your mom had heart failure, you mm-hmm. would have no problems talking about exactly. that. Exactly. When mom has brain failure, which is what dimension Alzheimer's is, there's a stigma attached. And Sadly, that's true. When you come to any of us, you know, we, we will help you with the guilt. We'll mm-hmm. walk through that stigma together and, and try to break down and really look mm-hmm. at what's really happening. And to understand that you as a family member, it, I don't care who you are, <laughs> even if you're a nurse. Chances are you're not equipped to help be there as a caregiver 24-7 to take care of a senior. No. And that is the challenge that a lot of families think that they can do this on their own and they lose their lives in the process. And it's not the best situation for their loved one either to have trained staff that understand, you know, therapies, different types of, of ways in which they can interact with people. I think one of the things that families forget is they forget the fact that, you know, as they they age or, you know, as an Alzheimer's, as the disease progresses, the more isolated your loved one is, the worse it gets. Right. So, and the dynamics and the relationship mm-hmm. between child and, and oh, mom. Huge. I've actually had, I had a client once who came to me out of guilt and said, I'm going to stop caring for my mom because she just doesn't even recognize me anymore. She says to me all the time, Marilyn made better food. You better go find Marilyn. Marilyn wouldn't make me take a shower. Her mom was with us three weeks. She started recognizing her daughter as her daughter again. Right. She actually said, I can't believe you left me with that nasty woman. Where have you been? <laughs> yes. And that's way that's the way, you know, adult children, in my opinion, need to be is be the daughter. Absolutely. And and be the son. Talk about memories. Bring a photo album and talk about long term memories because those are the things they're gonna remember most. I agree. Yeah. So, Nicole, how do we reach you and what's the process, I guess, in um, getting involved with care partners? Yeah. So anyone can call me at any given time if you have a concern about a loved one. My phone number is 206-909-5191. And I'm also very available by email. Nicole with an H-N-I-C-H-O-L-E at carepartnersliving.com. Well, I'm so excited. And again, 
uh, check out the cottages if you have a loved one with de- with dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, I couldn't recommend them strongly enough. And remember this, they will always take care of your loved one, even when they run out of money. So financial is not a concern. No, we can work with Medicaid. We can work with you. We can come up with a plan. That's lovely. Thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you guys for sponsoring today's program. You're welcome. Thank you. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.